0: Hello and welcome to Rule of Carnage, a video series and podcast where me, Mike Hutchinson, a designer of miniature games, and this guy, uh, Glenn Ford, also a designer of miniature games, uh, get together on the regular and we discuss the topic of designing better miniature games. Because we've been trying, trying really hard. We will get better, I promise you. Now, one of the things that we try uh, routinely to do, and I don't, well, we've talked a little bit about why we maybe do it, but we try and write campaign systems. Um, And gosh darn it, we sometimes even play campaign systems. Um, But Glenn, you were saying that you'd caught wind of uh, some discussion recently about how it is that you go about writing a campaign system that actually has an end to it. (laughs) And what some of the problems that arise when you maybe don't crisply define where the end of a campaign should be, or maybe you just get it wrong and campaigns can can peter out or worse still, they can snowball out of control so that no one's really having any fun anymore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the conversations I was having, actually one of the comments, one of our videos was mentioning that, um, playing through a campaign system, getting to a point where everybody had all the upgrades and all the mm. powers and all the things they could possibly want. And they've been playing for a little while. And basically the, the the sort of the person running the campaign said, you know what, guys, I, I'm not having fun. And everyone else is like, yeah, no, we, we're not having fun. We haven't had fun in ages. It stopped being fun when we all had all. I mean, because there's the stage where you have all the things you actually like need. And then there's a mm. stage where you have all the things you want. And then there's a stage where you just have all of the things. Mm and the game still says yeah keep keep playing you know and what happens when your campaign sort of hits the the tops out on that power curve um and funnily enough there's so they 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 in my opinion they tend to be campaigns that like don't have an end point and they just say like just keep playing so long as it's fun and then maybe stop if it comes to a point where it isn't fun and
0: are you thinking really about progression systems rather than sort of um, campaigns as in sort of narrative or map type things.
1: Yes, if you're getting if you're getting sort of crunchy on the definitions of uh cam- campaign stuff.
0: It's what god put us here on youtube to do, Glenn.
1: Um campaign style yes, progression systems, things that link together <laughs> a series of games within which there are changes made to your forces um that then don't that are open ended and and sort of organic all
0: because you- I, I think i think that like like many things um uh what's his name um blood bowl and Necromunder, like he provides the right answer here which is like and it gets repeated again in gloomhaven it's like enforced retirement Mm. like once you 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 calculate roughly how many xps or gold pieces or whatever is enough to get almost everything that you want but not quite all the sweeties in the sweet shop and then you say haha as soon as you get to that point sorry sucker enforced retirement you're too old or you get swept up to the big leagues or you know you you do whatever like whatever point it is because that gives you the possibility of A long-running campaign at a club where people drop in and they drop out but it's okay because like people naturally evolve if they stick around for long enough they have to start a new gang if they drop in there may be gangs at different points or whatever so I think enforced retirement is obviously a clear it's not necessarily an ending a campaign but it's certainly an end point to a progression system and one that can be quite regenerative regenerative
1: I well, mean, there are there are bits of that that might be a word. I mean, it's, it's funny because <laughs> I, I feel like, I think this is a very RPG kind of a question. Mm. I, if you've ever like GM'd or whatever, um, a long running sort of RPG with the same group of people, um, you know, and you go through different campaigns and different storylines and they get to the point where they are of godlike proportions and, and awesome powers and you realize that nobody's been having fun for quite a while because there's no, there's no role playing to be done. I walk in and I'm basically a thunder God and everybody dies. And then I just pick up the loot and I walk out again. Um, and you have to find these ways of like going, okay, it's time to put these guys out to pasture and signaling when your players should be considering doing that. Cause it's hard. It, it, if the game just says play until you're bored, I mean, that, I know board games that have in their rules, you know, play until you're bored. And it's like, that's the worst possible conceivable rule, you know, to even imply. What it is, is play this until you hate it. and Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, like, that play I this until the
0: nearest with. suspicion of uh like the excitement might be coming to an end and then immediately snip it so that you're like oh let's play it again because I almost got what I wanted but I want to play it again
1: and that's the thing and and to to get Pete to basically what you want is for players to quit while they're ahead you know it's it's that thing of like when when you have one great night out in a particular place and then you keep going back there year after year to try and recreate that, that 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 night out and it just gets worse and worse you need to just walk away well, things are still good, but players won't do that because it's like, well, th- that game I just played was brilliant. The game after it was like 90% as brilliant, 80% as brilliant. Nobody walks away at like only 70% brilliant or, or even at an acceptable level of brilliant. They walk away naturally when they get to like three weeks after 0% good. You know? Right.
0: And I know we talked about like The way that progression systems can lock up the sweet shop and, you know, force you down one path or another. But I think that's also really important is like, if there's a finite, if there's a finite set of resources or an end to the campaign or a certain number of gold pieces you can pick up before you have to retire, like, it it needs to be a number that enforces a meaningful choice where i went route a and then b and then e which meant i couldn't go d and then b and then d because those things and that that gives me an excuse to go back and replay it and find out how to do it in a different way because <clears throat> i guess i'm i'm thinking a bit of like the way that video games tend towards limiting um the 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 development of a skill tree so that by the end of the game you're very powerful but you almost certainly haven't got everything then you are inspired if the game's good enough to go back and say well i liked that but now let me try a mage build or let me try using the flamethrower this time or whatever
1: yeah absolutely and it's it's one of these things where what you're trying to you're trying to build a bittersweet moment for your players you're trying Mm. to give them everything that they want and and it's one of these things where it's like if you if you if you ask them that what they wanted you to do, it's kind of like well, what we want you to do is to give us all of the toys and let us play with all of the toys. And it's a bit of a sort of, I know you think you want that, but I think that what you want is for me to take the toys off you, at just the right point. So You're like, oh, I need the toys. And I go, well, you can you can rebuild the toys. Again. I will rebuild the toys. I will rebuild them. Oh, <laughs> it's <was> lovely. <laughs> oh, and, oh, you know what? I did that toy. I got ninety nine percent of the fun out of it. Maybe this time I'm going to stick a different like arm on him, et cetera. Et cetera. And it's it's a really diff- it's one of those ones that's a really difficult needle to thread. It's like I want to take the toy off you at, at just the right amount of time. If I take it off you too early, then I'm then I'm just ruining your fun, and you're going to get frustrated. Well, and it's
0: and it's a, and it's, a pa- it's a pacing issue as well because like right at the beginning of the campaign. I feel like I want lots of things so that I'm like, whoa, 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 really cool. Because I've played lots of campaign games where you get a little dribble at the beginning and like, oh, come on, it's going to be like three more games before I get anything that's meaningfully exciting me narratively or from a gameplay perspective. Um, but at the same time, that's tricky because if you gave them a bunch of sweets at the beginning, then as you begin to eke that out every three or four games later on, you're like, oh, come on, comp- the, the, the blood's gone out of this so i don't know it's 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 definitely a it's definitely a pacing issue and with these sorts of games where you don't control there's a vast array of variables that you don't control about what makes the experience fun it's really tricky to you know unlike a video game to be able to sort of guesstimate what the what the fun sort of um rhythm is going to be in those early games such that you're guaranteeing the the thing but i i do feel like i do feel like the one place you can't go wrong is an is ending it early like Mm. it's almost impossible to go wrong with ending it early because if you got some fun out of it then either people can go no we ended it too early let's do three more games and that's up to them or they can just be like oh right well that was fun let's play it again or let's play it next year
1: (laughs) yeah hopefully i mean i i I think you want to you want to you want you want to make sure that at least the person has enough bits to go oh that was fun before you end it, but I do I, I I do think that it is it's possible to end it too early, where the person has like, it's, particularly if you've got like a progression system that's a little bit random, or, or or particularly says okay you're not allowed all these things, or one where all of the level one things are like really cheap. And mm. so someone goes, oh, well, I'll buy all the level one things and get the taster menu going and we'll see which of these things I like. Or I've gotten these things thrown randomly at me and no two, I've not been given two pieces of the same jigsaw puzzle. And if it ends then when they're still in that stage and they're like, oh, whereas the other guy was like, oh no, you were meant to take one path and they would have all fitted together. And look what I can do. I can run up a wall by bursting somebody's head with my mm. mental powers and then flip over the lava river that I created with my you know farts or something and you're still going well i can both get out a pen knife
0: and a frying pan so but um i mean i guess i guess that those are both pointing at the same problem which is you want a power curve that everyone roughly follows and um it it, the one of the main things with endless campaigns or very long campaigns is that you just get extreme divergence in the people who did well and the people who did poorly or the people who figured out what they were supposed to get or the people who spent um they spent their money like you say like spent it broadly and didn't get a lot of synergies and couldn't work it out. Um and again I think that, that like hitting the reset button fairly regularly avoids that like stagnation and with a big distance between players.
1: Yeah I suppose the I suppose the one thing about sort of hitting whatever is a reset button or or an endpoint button is it's one thing when you say okay this each war band hits their own retirement point or each guy within a war band hits a retirement point so you've got this constant staggered thing of mm. you know and that can be really handy although it can be tricky to keep track of and you know no but they're like
0: inside a war band or inside like units leaving and coming back that's quite cool as well like you get quite a lot of narrative
1: out of that. Yeah, yeah, you can get a lot of narrative out of it. And it's and it depends on like how crunchy you want to go with your sort of campaign system. The thing I think to be aware of if, if there are sort of defined stopping points is if there's a defined stopping point, there's a bit where you can no longer catch up defined point prior to the stopping point. Um, right. And that's one of those places you've got to be really like super aware of because that's where you're going to get player drop off. Mm. You know, no, if you say oh, it ends in 10 games... And you, you, no one can catch up with the leader by game seven. It ends on game seven. It doesn't end yeah. on game ten. And with that, we'll take a quick break. I'm not a fan of the idea of let everyone have a chance to win until like the last second, because like, well, all that's doing is making sure that the first x many turns, I may as well just have been in the toilet, you know, having a sandwich or something. Oh, toilet what sandwich. <laughs> what toilet. Where, was, where was I going with that? I just, for some reason, could not think of anything that would be doing in the toilet. <laughs> that wasn't mine. Yeah, I
0: can't think of a single thing. man.
1: I don't know why I went with to toilet. And so I just <laughs> had a crap brain, of my sandwich. My brain tapped out for sandwiches, or for some reason. But you know, <laughs> the, the 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 point being, it's like, um, I you know, you need to find a way to disguise or make things fun or make that sort of it's too late to catch up point sort of come really hard and fast i mean i'm gonna say cut something controversial which
0: is i just think that progression systems in war games it's just one of the worst mediums of gaming to enjoy a progression system like i would much rather enjoy a progression system in a role-playing game but you know what i'd much rather enjoy a progression system in a card game but much more than even a role-playing game or a card game I much more enjoy a progression system in a video game like progression systems in war game miniature war games for me they just seem to be completely surplus to the point which is having an awesome experience with a friend across the table and yeah sure we can we can have like a fun time by like rolling on some tables or having like continued battles but for me um a strong game that repeats its core loop in an interesting and different way every time we play, just for me, always wins out over like we had a game and it advanced over the thing. And like, I don't know. That, that I'm I mean, I'm I'm definitely super biased in this case, but like as a game designer, when I'm thinking about progression systems in war games, I am very suspicious of them because I have experienced a ton of incredibly enjoyable and engrossing progression systems in video games. And evoking that same, you know, depth of flavour and depth of tactical replayability and, 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 and variability of paths that you can take. Like, it's an excruciating job to do that in a miniature war game, not only because the time investment is so big, but also because the variability of the experience is so unpredictable because it so depends on your terrain or your opponent or the, you know, do you know what i mean am i I, I, am i completely am i am out am i out on a limb here glenn i
1: i know what you mean and i do know where you are coming from the weird thing is that i've i've never in any of those other formats you've ever played made up uh had the same level of in jokes about the armies that are playing on a given table Mm -hmm. for me the thing that progression symptoms things are always reaching for or the way that a certain person comes along with a certain arm and you've, you've seen them play other people or you've played them week in and week out forever long they get out a certain unit and everyone goes <gasps> It's little Jimmy, because that guy is always the last man standing in every single army. He never dies. And even though he's like the cheapest like dude on the tabletop, for some reason, he took down a bloodthirster last week with his pitchfork or something. And the unit champion always gets picked out before him. But little Jimmy with his pitchfork banner or he takes down giants. What you're trying to do is you're trying to go little jimmy isn't just in your imagination anymore i have entrenched him within rules mm. and now you can go to people and go this isn't just an in joke that we're having this is a thing that we can build together and it have reality and it have you know weight a- a- and justification and those sorts of things i think that's i i think the campaign systems like like you've rightly said are separate from progression systems um uh, for me progression systems it, it, what i want them to be able to do is to entrench those things that you did that you made up but that you had to throw away again because your arm is just right.
0: right so so, so some some it. happenstance through a spotlight on a model or a unit and you want a way to capture that in a bottle and say yep because the spotlight was thrown on that person we shall forever remember that he's got plus one ballistic skill because he shot that he shot that ogre through the eye and it wasn't that great and we'll talk <laughs> about it in the pub afterwards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, ages ago, one of the campaigns I ran at a local GW store was one where you built a regiment, you know, remember re- reg- reg- regiments of renown from um, the, the mercenary armies in Warhammer? Mm. You, you built a regiment of renown for a particular army you were playing and then everyone agreed that from then on, anybody who played in the store was allowed to use that regiment of renown. So you built them. They they had some special abilities, and then if somebody else wanted, they could come in with next week with your regiment of renown. And so it's okay. We'll all agree these are going to be these exist in, in the world this group, like permanent rules, and open it up and say, yeah, you it has a reality, it has a a tangibility, and it was a you know a weird idea, but it I think it helped to give it some sort of weight to those things, and I, I think that's what progression systems are, are reaching for in in these sorts of war games that's that's what they want to be able to do and I agree a lot of them m- miss the shot and a lot of them sort of go go awry but ideally it's that sort of you remember how that guy did that insane thing last week well now he's actually got a rule that says he does that insane thing so it's real now it's it's proper it's not just us like making stuff up.
0: See, see that that is intriguing, because back to your original question of like, when should you end a campaign? How do you end a campaign? How does it go on? When does it go on too long? that's an interesting way to allow the system to pull out the most delicious and fun parts and sort of throw away the rest of that army or that gang or whatever and just be like, well, do you know what? you know mad donna has emerged from this Necromunda gang and now mad donna is a thing that exists in this world and we all think she was hilarious and we'll throw away the rest of that gang like you can start another game but this thing it's like cherry picking whatever the most awesome thing so if you're if you're playing a long a long-term game of like frostgrave or something i don't know what the equivalent would be like you're allowed to you know i guess Frostgrave has its sort of thing where if the wizard dies then the the scholar the the apprentice comes up into it but it's like well whoever is the funnest and most noteworthy member of this war band or this gang or this little skirmish army, like that's the thing that's worth saving. Mm. Not this like endlessly uh, XP accruing mega unit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But ideally it's like where you've got a game like, you know, um, the blood bowl always had the, 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 the free-booter sort of players, the, the star players that went from place to place. And what, i ideally would like for a progression system is that a particular star player becomes a free agent they always right
0: they're like they're so they're so famous and cool now that like you can't afford them anymore they they go off and become independent
1: yeah and now anybody can hire them and that that's that sort of because i remember the old star player book in in blood bowl used to have like blank star player sheets at the back and you just wrote them up for your own like guys to, to record them and what 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 should have happened is she said okay when they get to a certain point that they become free agents you can't afford them anymore then write them into that star player sheet and they are now a bona fide just like all the other star players in this book they are a rule anyone can have them at any point just like all the other freebooters because Mm. that guy is a guy with history and that's what you want to preserve so for me that's that's what I'm always trying to do with progression systems, is to try and entrench those stories for people. And I think that's what drives people to want progression systems. It's that feeling of me and you've been playing games week in and week out for X many years. Um, and it's always a one one-shot wonder and a one-off story. And I want, I want that little bit more. I want to preserve it. I want to sort of, you know, mm. nail it down and and, and stretch it out. Yeah, whether, whether they make it, whether they achieve it, whether they're always fun or, or regularly not, I don't know. But the sense of an ending is important in all things. As in this video, um, you know, getting the ending point on a campaign or a progression system is important. Don't just let the guys get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they tower across the battlefield like a colossus. You know, that's not the right ending for them, it's not the right ending for you. Find a place where they're still could be considered indigent Adventurers and and you understand why they're still coming to the battlefield and still going through these things. You know, you, you, frostgrave wizards that can raise entire cities should be freezing their asses off in some lost library. They should be in a university, you know, being paid the big bucks to teach people. You know, find those stop points, figure out when the fun is going to stop, and force your players to stop at that point because they will not do it for themselves. Um, and who can blame them? You want to keep having fun while it's still fun.
0: And I I do I do really like the idea that that can finish on a human level where it can finish with, you know, one particular person is the coolest person in this thing. It's nice.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Find, Find those stories. Help your players to entrench those stories. But, you know, find it where they're still stories. You know, there's a reason that the wandering hobo continues to wander and doesn't stick around and, you know, get married and settle down. Um, As I say, endings are important in all things, as with this video. Um, So I think that's the point where we're going to call this conversation to an end. Um, If you have progression systems that you've enjoyed, that you wish had pulled your toys out of your hands a little earlier. Tell us about them. You know, if you've got one that always managed to pitch it perfectly, always left you wanting just a little bit more and coming back for another run and trying another build, please tell us about those ones. Because Yeah, do, because I want to play it. (laughs) I want to play it, steal it, use it, Um, whatever it happens to be drop into the discord to have these conversations put your opinions down into the comment section while you're in the comment section hammer us a like and subscribe um make the like and subscribe button bleed for mercy um yeah uh look us up wherever you can find us and get a hold of us but for now it's going to be a thank you and goodbye for this episode of rule of carnage so a thank you and bye-bye bye-bye
0: bye-bye, bye-bye.